So um, we're starting with Shacheshmer Nefesh, Perak Shlishi. We actually started yesterday, but we're going to review from the beginning of the Perak. And away we go. Says the Chovas Lavavas. Aval al kama panim yia cheshmen ha'adam im nafshay le'lukim yisalem. How many ways will or should a person take accounting with his nefesh uh, towards Hashem or with relationship to Hashem? It's an accounting with himself, but it's also, uh, of course, involving Hashem. Aymer, I will say, ki rabim The Different ways of taking accounting are many. I'm going to explain 30 primary examples. There will be explained from them what a person is obligated towards Hashem. This will clarify his obligations. When he places them onto his heart, and he accepts upon himself to think about them and to remember them constantly. Now it sounds from these words that for a person to really understand his obligation to Hashem from these 30 concepts, he needs to place them onto his heart, not just a intellectual study, not just a theological study. It has to be placed onto the heart. It's a wisdom of the heart. He has to accept upon himself to think about them and to remember them constantly. Now, of course, um, it's not a simple thing to think about anything constantly, but um, the, the, the basic concept of he's accepting upon himself to be in touch with these things. That itself is very significant, very powerful. He's making a commitment to keep in touch with these 30 concepts. Um, just practically speaking, it probably makes sense to try to focus on one at a time. Um, maybe there could be a, a process whereby one could link one to another, um, you know, like we mentioned yesterday, it's, um, it's somewhat of a, a sort of eye-opener that it could be possible for somebody to constantly be in touch, to have on the sort of a, the lowest place of his mind on a constant basis, all of these 30 fundamental principles, like a glimpse into, you know, the greatest tzaddikim. But for us, of course, any single one is of great value. And um, of course, we should try to learn them, but also try as best we can to find among them those that we can try to keep in touch with on a constant basis. So that's a valid um, hope for a wonderful goal. And uh, we can only discover if we can do it when we try, Mr. Shem. Okay. So now we're going to start the... Uh, the learning of these 30 cheshbonas. Harishin, the first one. When 
when a person will analyze his own condition, and he'll think the beginning of his existence, his coming out from non-existence into existence, and his moving, from non-existent to existent. Now, there is a Pirish in the Pas Lechem that explains it, um, not Mamish literally according to the translation, discusses different stages of a person's um, physical coming into being from the most, uh, you know, basic starting point, then developing in the, the womb and then coming out into the world. But the simple translation is defining it as a person seeing himself as if he was first non-existent and then came into existence. So my guess is that that expression is intended to help us to you know, get some way of being in touch with I couldn't be not I could not be in existence. It's a hard thing to imagine because we can only know based on our current state. It's very hard to imagine not being existent. If you're not existent, you're not imagining anything. But that there was a point where I was not alive yet. And there was a change. I came into being. Sometimes we can get a sense of it when you look at pictures when you're very young. And you see how different you are now than you were then. So you could see, oh, something has happened. Something has changed. Something has developed. The Chalazov is pushing it to the highest degree. To coming, to come, to trying to come to be aware. I came into existence, and this all was the loy Yisrael shekadam loy, without any um, accomplishment, so to speak, without having done anything good, without any worthiness that came before. Before I was existent, I had no uh, mitzvos, no zechusim. Ach, chesed elokim. It's only the kindness of Hashem and His goodness and His generosity. Hashem is bestowing chesed to bring me into existence. And what are the three expressions of chesed, toiv, and nedava? That's a good question. That's something to try to figure out. And he'll see with his intellect, he is very esteemed in his nature. He's uplifted in his level. He's superior in his construction. More so than the animals, or the plants, or the inanimate objects. So I could uh, look at the chair and say, I am more chashiv than this chair. <laughs> now that seems, you know, quite a way to try to look at it. But uh, it would seem like it could also contribute something for a person to get an awareness of, I've been blessed with intelligence, with emotional capacity, with everything that goes into being a human being. 
that is superior to an animal, and certainly to a plant, and certainly to an inanimate object. It's all, even though it's like almost like a bizarre contrast, would seem that it has something to contribute to be aware of all the gifts that Hashem has given me, just in my basic, even like physical nature, before we get into the neshama, just to push it in the physical nature, human being has intelligence, has sophistication that is so far superior from anything else in the creation. So, this obligates him to give thanks to his creator. It should be a recognition of what I've been given. I've been given my existence and such exalted nature. <sighs> okay. I got a funny feeling that there's a lot here that needs to be understood. <laughs> what does that mean that he's a hoidais la It it cannot be from the enjoyment of these things, because he didn't describe anything that he hasn't he's enjoying, just his basic form of his creation, the fact that he is created. The fact that he has such an exalted nature is the grounds for giving thanks to Hashem. And there is room to wonder, so what do I have out of being in existence? Okay, I am in existence. What am I, quote-unquote, thanking for, being moded for? What am I recognizing? I'm going to leave that question for the moment. <laughs> Try to read just a little bit further. The Yimshal Bazem Mashal Kurak. He should give for himself a close at hand parable to understand this. Yalu Machshavta, he should bring up in his mind. If in his early youth, maybe even as an infant, his mother threw him out into the street. For Ovar Adam Echod, and there passed by a person and saw him, and had compassion on him, and took him into his house, and he was involved with raising him, till he grew and became intelligent, took care of all his needs, someone who wasn't even related to him, who had no uh, no natural, compelling nature to cause him to do that. It was pure, pure act of kindness and generosity, uh, well, there's compassion of the natural human feeling, but perhaps it was a situation where the person could have turned away. Maybe others did turn away. And this person took the interest and care and involvement to raise to raise me. But Osaf Oisai took him into the house till he grew up and became intelligent. How would he be obligated 
to run to what he desires. Whatever he commands him, or warns him from, how many obligations, how obligated is he to that person? Okay. I think we can't stop here, so we'll keep reading a little bit. You'll forgive me. According to Hashem's protecting him, providing him in all his affairs. There needs to be his being pulled after the service of Hashem the kibulei mitzvayisav and accepting his mitzvayis, kvarochiyach hanavi ha'umab inyan azeh, the navi has already chastised the people in this regard, ba'amroi, this is, according to Parshat Zinu, hal Hashem tigmulu zayis, will you do this to Hashem, was done so much for you, provided, given everything to you, am novel, a lowly nation, v'lechacham and not wise, which novel, the Roshayim explained, means, when he repays bad for good. Uber Yechezkel Beperik, explains how Klaus was bereft of everything and Hashem took compassion on them and how much that obligates us. So I'm going to leave off at this point with the question of what is really the understanding and the true nature of that obligation because of having received so much good. After all, when it comes to Hashem, there's no possibility of paying anything back. When it comes to a person, there is a very natural kind of mindset of, oh, someone gave me so much good, I have to repay them. And there is something that I could give to them. They also could have needs. They also have something that I could provide when they give me instructions about what they want. But of course, when it comes to Hashem, there is no, nothing that we can give to Hashem to pay Hashem back. And if these two are being equated, it would then that indicate that even in relationship to a person, it is not meant to be in the form of some kind of a payback. But rather, it's of the nature that could exist between us and Hashem. And that's something that is worth trying to think about, at least for the rest of the day and until tomorrow morning, and for many, many years. So I'm going to pause here, and that will be the first presentation, which wound up being 14 minutes and 52 seconds. (laughs) Okay, uh, any and all uh, reactions, thoughts, comments, additions between now and 9.30 are welcome. I cannot um, promise that I will exit at 9.30, but um, that's the plan. It's good to keep things manageable so that we know how to schedule our day. So um, if anybody uh, would like to share any thoughts, they are most welcome. Um, I'm told that... um, when somebody's in need of help, there's a large crowd, the way to get somebody to, people to respond is by calling out one person 
And then when that person starts getting involved, then everybody else jumps in. So we're going to try that over here. Simcha, what do you have to say about all this? Uh, good morning, Rabbi. Uh, thank <laughs> you, first of all, for the presentation. Yes, and I, we, we, we have to give a, a great um, thank to Rabbi Simcha for being the uh, driving, initiating force behind this. And uh, we hope that it will be uh, helpful and enjoyable and um, to your liking. And all good feedback input is most welcome. You can contact, you can contact me directly. Okay. Go ahead, if there's anything that you want to share, you, which I'm sure you, there is. Can you just repeat in, uh, like succinctly in one line, that last question you left off with, you said in terms of Hashem and, and a person, since we can't pay him back, I, I didn't understand exactly why we couldn't have this feeling. Can you just say the, the, the point I was distracted. Yes, yes. Um, the the, the Chobos seems to equate the feeling of gratitude, tremendous thanks that a person would have for this person who took me in off the streets, raised me, cared for me, provided for me, helped me to grow and become intelligent, functional, capable person, would have such a feeling of appreciation. And that same feeling, of course, should be applied to Hashem, was giving us everything, our entire existence, everything, our whole being, our whole nature, Everything that we have should be the same tremendous feeling of appreciation, gratitude, which we do have within us. And the response to that should be to run to respond to that person's requests or desires or commands. And so to, to Hashem. So the very simple question is, of course, when it comes to a person, we can have a feeling, oh, I want to give back to him. He gave me so much, helped me so much. Whatever I could possibly do to try to give to him. He also is a person. He also could have something that I could offer if he's asking for something. I want to give to him everything good. So there would be a, a powerful feeling of a desire to reciprocate some way. But of course, when it comes to Hashem, there is nothing that we can actually be giving to Hashem and my very strong assumption is we're not supposed to sort of approach it as if we were giving something to Hashem and then sort of play it that way. We're not intended to be um, abandoning the basics of Emunah that they still So as such, the nature of our running to give expression to our feeling of, of powerful emotion of receiving the chesed Hashem is not of a nature of payback to Hashem. And then that will then reflect back on the mushroom regarding a person. For it to be equated, for it to be similar, would have to then mean that even with regard to a person, the intention and that feeling that was being described was not one or ideally should not be one of wanting to pay him back. Of course, I want everything good for him, but that's not the essence. That's not the core of the response of having received so much good to now sort of even it out, tit for tat, some kind of a, 
equality, some kind of, okay, now my turn to give to him. No, it has to be of a, of a nature that could be equated, that could be, could be identical or very similar to the nature of the expression, the response that we can have upon receiving Hashem's chesed. This is not a... Who said, it's, who said it's going for something equal? It, it, the words were... Um, it doesn't say anything, I, I'm, unless it does. Where did it say anything about shooting for equality? It just says the person should be drawn. Right, so again, the question is, if you ask most people, somebody in that situation who received so much, what would be driving them? What would be pulling them? What would be drawing them to fulfill the requests and the desires of that person give them so much. I want to give back to him. He gave so much good to me. I want to give back to him, whatever I could. Maybe, you know, he's not nearly as needy as I was in that situation. But that little bit that I can give to him, not because, you know, I feel uncomfortable being a recipient. No, even in a very good way. He did so much good for me. I want to give good to him. I want to give him good. He gave, and the, there is such a kayak in the person. I don't think it should be discounted. Um, so this is all part of what makes things, you know, more complicated. Because that feeling is not a bad feeling. I'm just, I'm just questioning whether that is the feeling that we could have or should have with regard to Hashem. Does it even say giving? Oh, it, 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 does it even use the word giving? It says, my, the, am I focusing on the right words? Oh, very says, good. No, no, you're, you're right. In a Hanami. It doesn't say, I'm giving. Right, right. It doesn't even say that I'm giving to him. Right, 100%. So then, 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 then that certainly could help to support this, this you know, angle that um, it's not a matter of giving back to the person. It doesn't say he'll want to find ways to pay him back. It says he'll respond to all his requests, all his instructions, all his guidance. I mean, the person may be telling me a lot of things that are, that he feels is for my benefit, that I will thereby understand and appreciate and relate to in a very different way. And if we'll be coming from some other person who doesn't have that kind of a history with me of being so devoted, so caring. You know, imagine if you get advice from one person who is, you know, uh, happy to try to be helpful. Hey, advice from somebody who they love me with every fiber of their being. They're devoted to me. They, they, they made it their mission in life <laughs> that I should be successful. It's going to be very different, of course. So, um, I think there's a lot to think about over here. But that's the muscle. The, the muscle isn't really like I don't think the muscle's communicating this idea of reciprocation because the muscle could have been like could have been much more extravagant in what you received from this person. I think the muscle is, to, like to me, it sounds like it's specifically communicating this idea is that like everything you have is from this person like your achievements all your achievements are really they're not yours they're from they're from this person 
<laughs> okay. Which is a different feeling. That's not the same thing as reciprocation. It's like you didn't, you gave me, you gave me a huge amount of good, and I should repay all that. It's a very different. That's a different feeling as everything I have, even of a lesser quantity, but everything I have is not for my own doing. Do it. Um, I'm not sure I'm with you. I mean, speaking about a, a, an infant that was abandoned, that was raised, that was cared for. Till he became wise and understanding and developed, right? What, like, what, what is that really all about? That's right, giving a child everything that they need to grow up to become a fully functional, successful person, right? Right, that's so, different, right? So, that's a very specific, that's a different thing. He set the, the muscle setting it up in a very specific way is that like everything you have is, is from, is from the, these. It's from this person. So, so that's true regarding Hashem, of course. Everything we have is from Hashem, our entire existence, and everything that we have in life is from Hashem, constantly. Right. L live stream. Even this getting together is from Hashem, of course. Right. But like, and so, but like, so, so what's, the, what's the therefore? What's the therefore? Therefore, what, what might prevent, you say, imagine, ima like, put, what is the muscle adding? Like, how is the muscle helping you feel this any more than just saying that everything's from Hashem? This muscle is trying to get a sense of the feeling, to capture the feeling that a person would have. Now, it's a little tricky because when it starts off in infancy, then it's almost like that person becomes like the replacement parent. And just like you take our parents very much for granted because that's what we grew up with. So, we're going to apply to that but if somehow he could get the sense that this was not his parents and there was that terrible abandonment and he was taken in and he would be okay with, you know, you know, all that that's involved with realizing his, his, his parents rejected him, but this person took him in and he'd be able to somehow absorb that and then have the appreciation to that, per, that person. What a powerful feeling that would be to respond in a positive way to his requests, instructions, advice, whatever. I mean, it needs to be really like thought about, you know, because it's very big kids are here. I'm not talking about somebody giving commands, you know. It's it's a real life situation. But what 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 powerful positive respect, appreciation would, would be playing in in all the all those interactions. While, while that person is still enabling him to have, to have some independence, <laughs> not trying to take control of his life, is going to allow him to be his own person in the best good way, but at the same time still there, supporting him, helping him, being there for him, etc. Yeah, so I'm saying what I'm saying is what I'm saying is when, when somebody does if somebody does like a, an enormous amount of favors for you, it engenders a feeling of appreciation that I want to return those favors and everything you like anything you ask me to do, I want to run and, and do it for you. But that's not but like, like you ask that wouldn't translate to Hashem because Hashem doesn't need our return favors. Right. And we wouldn't have this feel. It's not appropriate or the you're like you're saying that the muscle doesn't seem to be communicating that we should have this feeling of like running back to repay debts or repay favors out of enormous appreciation. So I don't think appreciation is what it's, Appreciation, reciprocation, I don't, think, like, I don't think that that's what the muscle is. That's the feeling. The feeling is that this is the, the also, and I think it's indicated because the muscle could have been a, 
much better muscle about like you could have gotten a lot more like a lot of great extravagant gifts and favors throughout the course of your life but if it's if he's saying that imagine that everything you have even this even a meager amount in your life it is all not from your achievements it is all because of this person he is the source of it all mm-hmm. that that inge- that engenders a different feeling which is really a removal of an obstacle it's which is like the if we feel that it's ourself and like, let's say you did me a lot of favors, but like fundamentally I feel that all my achievements were my own. It would be difficult to have this feeling that he's talking about of like being connected to you, being with you, going after what you think is what you think and say is good. Because, because if I feel that my own success is a, is a, is a result of my own achievements, it'll be very hard to feel that way about somebody else's perspectives, somebody else's directive, somebody else's way of life. But if that, if, that, if that obstacle is removed, and I don't feel that it's for myself, it's that I am the source of my own, my own good. I am the source of my own success. And yet, I, and I feel that this person is completely 100% the source of everything that I have. Now you're open to having this relationship, this feeling, which is not appreciation. I don't think it's appreciation or reciprocation or returning favors, but you're now Isaac, open to that. Isaac, I have to stop you. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, all right, have a good day, everybody. Isaac, wait, wait, wait. Don't leave yet. Let me tell you why. Not because we're out of time. Okay. No, because you're saying too much that may um, sort of um, help people more than they need right now. And I wanted to give everybody a chance to think about things as much as they could. So uh, I have no idea what that, I don't know what that means. But I don't know what that means, but okay. Uh, the, I want to leave off with a question with, with, with no ideas being presented yet for the answer. So you're helping to clarify the question, but I don't want you to go any further than that, which I sense that maybe you might have started to do inadvertently, because I know you would know better than to do that. Hmm. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so Yashakar HaBoysai, it was wonderful getting together, and Be'ez Hashem Kein Yirbu, Nach Nach. Have a good day, everybody. Have a great day, Isaac. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. You want to try to get together uh, this afternoon by uh, by by FaceTime or something like that? Yeah, call me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Zagis. Call soon.